Welcome to the Genuine Wrestle Boys podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. Uh, this is Matt, and I've killed Derek wow. Oster. You murdered him. I murdered him, and now I'm top of the bill. Oh, I've actually, time. I've actually changed a few things around over here. I've actually switched things up uh, unilaterally. Yeah, but, but the, with, the one person you can't kill is me. No, no, Isai actually has a lot of dirt on me that would um, yeah. it would sink me. It would sink me if I tried to to black blacklist that's, him. That's what happened. Uh, that's what happens when your dad is uh, was my band teacher. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like my dad did something nefarious, and I don't appreciate that. But no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a special guest here today, and it's just Absolutely. the two of us. Also, um, we have a special guest. We got Tyler Edwards uh, from Black Label Pro. He is, for whatever reason, deciding to run a wrestling show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big, big mistake. I think uh, if anyone was to ask me for advice, like on running a wrestling show, I think my first piece of advice would just be like, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of really does seem like it falls in that category of like anything that's like a passion project. It's like if you feel like you really want to do it, if it's like if someone calls you to do it, do it. But if you're trying to make money, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah, we grew up in like the punk and hardcore and metal scenes over here. And yeah, and the last thing I ever want to do was like book and run a show. <laughs> but, yeah. And that's just like with like, you know, three, you know, two, three bands, like not like two whole nights or two whole shows of of people and all that kind of stuff. It seems wild, but you know, let's get started. What's your story, brother? Yeah. <laughs> okay. how'd, well, how'd you like off. wrestling growing up? Yeah. Oh, yes. Hit, hit me with the usual questions. I got all. Who was your favorite? Uh, oh, God. Probably favorite since I started watching like during uh, the Attitude Era. I'd probably go with Stone Cold. Got it. Like the easy answer. But like the first stuff I started watching when I was like probably only three or four years old because my brother was into it in like the early to mid 90s. Like Sid. Ahmed Johnson, like oh, my guys. I love Ahmed Johnson. It's it's always hilarious because I tell people my favorite match of all time is Brett and Austin from WrestleMania 13. But then I throw at them the whole reason I wanted to watch WrestleMania 13 when I was like five was because I wanted to watch Ahmed Johnson and LOD against the Nation in that Chicago yeah. street fight. And he comes out <laughs> in the fucking pads. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he was badass. He'd do like that giant like over the top rope dive and just like murder yes. people because he's 300 pounds <laughs> and he was just reckless as hell he yeah. like did not care at all he's like i'm just gonna launch myself and i'm gonna land on you so be ready yeah. it was great I, yeah totally i always used to think when i was like you know i was like 
you, you know, you, when we, whenever it came online that I was like, I know this is like predetermined, blah, blah, blah. When, you know, you still like, when I was a kid watching like a big man do something, I'm like, I don't even know how they pull that off. And then you grow up and watch, it's like, oh, they don't pull it off. They, he just launches himself into a crowd of people. <laughs> There's yeah, nothing to pull off there. It just is what it is. No, yeah, that's why, yeah. Some of the stuff these big guys do, especially, I'm just like, how is that even possible? And like, props to the guys that got to catch that because that does not seem like a fun time at all. I would be the guy that's like in the back. And I know I, I, I watch a lot of wrestling and I've seen Luke Gallows do this or Doc Gallows. He's the guy that's like in the back of the pile, just like kind of holding on. You just see him push off. It's like, oh no, that would be me. 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. I would be like, oh, I'm not getting touched, but I will roll on the ground. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll act like the force of the dive just propelled me back and fell. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, also, when you were liking Ahmed Johnson later on with like the WWF, like attitude game and stuff like that, like the N64 ones that were awful. Did yeah. you see those compilations of Ahmed Johnson just not saying words, but like, it's like juice makes sugar. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like him even hilarious. more. I love that game so much because that was actually, uh, I had gotten the PlayStation one for, I think it was like Christmas or my birthday. This probably would have been like 98, I think. So mm-hmm. probably only like four at the time. That's a good birthday. Uh, the first game I got for it, my brother got me that Warzone game for it so like, mm-hmm. that was the first game i played and like i played that game so much that like yeah like ahmed was one of my go-tos and yeah just watching like the cutscene videos like him and gold dust especially were like so out there i was like she's just, like a like, four-year-old or a five-year-old like what is happening dude gold dust <laughs> I like, I, oh my girl, gosh seriously yeah no, i remember the first one of the first cds like, i ever oh sorry go ahead oh yeah i was gonna say luckily my parents weren't paying too much attention to what exactly was going on <laughs> yeah they would have been like Okay, we've seen what goes on on TV, but like, what the hell is going on in this game? Like, why are we letting him play? Yeah, exactly. Like, is this good? Is this okay? You, uh, speaking of like, um, like big guys and stuff too, I was looking at the card you have, and well, you know, we, we could go over it more in detail, but you are at, at the, at Tyler's day off. Uh, if you're listening, two days this drops is happening today, which you can watch live on independentwrestling.tv. This should hopefully post today. So tomorrow. It's and guess, guess what the Saturday nice thing about, the nice thing about independentwrestling.tv as well, it's not like it's going away. You can go back and watch any damn day of the week. Yep. But you have on one of Sunday. my favorite. You have my favorite Haas going right now uh, at, um, with Calvin Tankman coming in uh, yes. yeah. this week. I've been, I've been on a kick of a few of the guys who are wrestling this weekend uh, at your show. And yeah, Calvin Tankman's just one. Every time he's on, I'm just like, all right, strap in. Strap the mm-hmm. fuck in. Someone's getting there. Someone's getting there. Head knocked off. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, especially seeing like the rise of like Tankman like through like the last couple of years, um, especially kind of in 2020, hitting like a lot of those GCW shows, which were like at the time, like some of the only stuff going on. So I felt like they got a lot of eyes on it. He's mm-hmm. grown so much. Um, like we got to see him at Prestige and he was just awesome. Just beating the shit out of people, which oh, yeah. is what I love to see. Especially exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that is his specialty. One of the things I was wondering is so because Black Label Pro has been going on, you know, for for a while now. And it, and it seems like at least maybe since even like, you know, maybe just I've been paying more attention now, but it seems like the the world of independent wrestling since the pandemic obviously hit everything and it's starting to open back up. But like, what have you kind of noticed, I guess, over the years, but, you know, not like necessarily like the, draw the line of like 2020 before and after, but like, does it kind of feel like from a perspective of like someone who's just a fan, it, it feels like I'm like, oh man, I, I, this is probably the closest we're getting to like the territory days of like, 
you know, you got a champ here going over here, working over here. And like, there's a lot, so much more interconnectivity that we can all watch it all. But like, as someone who's been running these shows, like, how has it been the last couple of years for you? Yeah, I would definitely say like, that's probably the best comparison for it. Even before like the pandemic started, you could tell it was kind of shifting that way. And especially now, so more than ever, I'd say since like most of the country, I feel like everyone's kind of back to at least running shows somewhat regularly. Like you definitely have your section of West Coast guys, all those guys who are big over there. You have your Midwest area people, you got your East Coast guys, and then you even have like down South, like Texas and all that. And like, it has been cool though, because I'd say even with like kind of all those areas sectioned off, like there have been a good group of guys that have kind of broken out and you'll see them pop up all over the place, which that's another thing I was trying to do with my show was kind of get like just do like a souped up on steroids indie super show with like the best from around the country and just have a little bit of variety from all over the place. Yeah. And that's like one of the cool things, like I noticed, like from looking at your, at like the card and everything is like, you have like your Effies, you have like your Kevin Blackwoods, your, your Chris Bays, your Tankmans, but then it's like you throw a, a West coast guy, you got, you got Titus Alexander, which I'm super stoked on. He's a, he's one of our guys over here in the West. And he, I, I saw him, first at a Defy show, and it was a smaller show. I think, like, the biggest name there, I mean, it was, it's not saying it's bad, but there was, like, one name, and it was Eddie Kingston, which is great. It was fun. He was great, but it was, like, that was the big name. Everybody else was fairly West Coast, local, um, California, just stuff like that, and I thought Titus Alexander was awesome. We saw him again at Prestige, and it's, like, even from, like, the six months or whatever, the difference, like, he'd gotten so much better. And it was like, oh, it was yeah. just cool to see. And so I'm really excited to see him versus somebody like Kevin Blackwood, who's been like growing their name over the few last few years. But it's like, we've seen him on AEW. We've seen him in like everywhere now, PWG, getting booked everywhere, not just in the Northeast and Midwest and stuff. So um, stuff yeah. like that's just super cool to see, like intermingling some of these people who normally wouldn't get a chance to wrestle like each other. It's right. super cool. Yeah. That was a big thing I wanted to do for my show too. And even especially just speaking on Titus and Blackwood in particular, like Titus, he was someone who I had made that trip to the West Coast, uh, like right before Thanksgiving. I went to a Defy show when uh, I think they did the one in Washington Hall where they usually run in Seattle. Yep. And then I hit up PWG the next day. But that's a good two show, days. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it was an insane two days. A lot of great wrestling between both shows. Uh, so that Defy show, it kicked off with uh, Titus and Leo Rush in the opener. So I was like, okay, I had heard like some about Titus, hadn't really had the chance to see a lot of his stuff. And like during that match, like I even tweeted out, I was like, okay, this Titus dude is like incredible. So good. And that was definitely the type of match where after it was over, I was thinking everyone in the back is probably like, oh, crap. Like, now we all have to follow that. <laughs> we got it. Oh, my God. I'd be yeah. so mad. So it's it started off hot. So I made sure after the show, um, I made it a point to go over, introduce myself. I was like, hey, man, I help run BLP. I already followed you on all the social media stuff. I was like, you'll be at BLP at some point in 2022. So that was uh, – even though I went out there just to like go check out the shows because those were two promotions that were on my bucket list of places I wanted to go and see a show in person, it ended up turning into a scouting trip. So it, 
It was a win-win. Yeah. Do you do you ever like? Because I imagine. So we had a, this tiniest, tiniest little bit of feeling like that when uh, uh, Rosalind two uh, when Procedures running Rosalind two. Uh, we were one of the. We got to hang our banner. Be one of the sponsors, and so we showed up early. And like people were kind of coming up and like brushing shoulders and, and Zach and I who were delivering were like, it was like the most imposter syndrome thing too. It was like, this is how people talk to sponsors. Like, yep. do you feel like that when you go up and talk to a wrestler, you're like, oh my God, like this is, this feels like, a, like I'm playing a character or does it kind of at this point feel a little bit more natural because you've done it so many times? Yeah, I would say there's still part of me that feels that way that I'm kind of like, this doesn't feel right at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you hear yourself talking and you're like, whoa, who yeah. am I? Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely something that's gotten more normal since I've been doing it so much. And I knew like, that's why I was kind of forcing myself to do it too. Cause I knew like I would need to do it. And then also the more I did it, I'd be comfortable with it. But uh, another thing I like to do too is like, I'll especially ride to shows with people and like, I won't tip anyone off as to who I am so that I'm just hanging out. And then that way I can kind of get people's like natural reactions and see how they like are without knowing like, Oh, Hey, he runs a company. I should probably go up and, you know, Oh yeah, guy, you know, brother up to you and be like, yeah, exactly. Does that? Hell yeah, dude. Do you find like, especially like maybe like when you go to like a like a Midwest indie, like somebody comes up and like out of their way, it's like opening match guy, like you know they're just starting. And depending on if they're good or not, doesn't matter. Um, right. Do you see them coming up to you like, hey, how's it going, buddy? Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, hell that's yeah, definitely happened. But like at the same time too. That's why one thing we definitely like pride ourselves on is having like a good locker room that everybody fits in and like, you know, try to keep it as welcoming and like as nice of an environment as possible. So there's definitely been people that like probably didn't even know who I was, but they went out of their way to say, hey, strike up a conversation at a show that I was just hanging out at. And that is obviously something that stuck with me. And then if they either hit us up or it was someone we were considering like i definitely bring that up later in conversation so yeah well, stuff like that's super cool because we had um will on like years ago from prestige and kind of he was just talking about the same thing just trying to cultivate like a good locker room and like oh, stuff yeah. like that because i mean obviously you can go get a super expensive ex like whoever guy but like who knows how they're gonna be or if they have like a reputation that precedes them like no offense to this person, Ryback. You can bring in a Ryback, but <laughs> yeah. like you hear the story. Yeah. You, like, <laughs> you don't want to bring that. Is like, it going to change the energy of the whole show kind of a deal? I, I was actually wondering exactly that of like, because I think, and maybe it's just because too, like um, I've been paying closer attention the, the last few years and stuff, but it does I'm seem so like- proud. When you're uh, when you're running shows like, um, <laughs> dude, well, yeah, thank you, Isai. But like, um, uh, you know, it, it does seem like Black Label Pro does a good job of- um, keeping a yeah like a, a like your shows feel like they have a good variety and it does feel like there's a more like inclusive aspect to things too but i also imagine when you do get a bigger name or something coming through i mean it's just a, it's an ego game in general as like the guy who's like the top of the chain of command for the the um the shows like is it ever do you ever have to run the the role of like ego checking folks or or playing cleanup after people who might be a little bit like okay this is the star they know they're the star here kind of a deal Honestly, that's something I really haven't had to deal with so far, which I feel like we've been very fortunate with the few times like we have brought in a bigger name, like I'm sure even tomorrow, like dealing with Christopher Daniel so far, he's been so great and easy to deal with, like I'm sure he'll be another one. But whenever we have these big names in, they don't like the ego gets checked at the door. Yeah, one of the guys in the locker room, one of the guys or girls and like they fit in great with the locker room everyone i think it helps too just that our locker room in general is so welcoming and open 
Yeah. And yeah. Like that, that honestly, we've been fortunate that hasn't been an issue at all where there's ever been like a, okay, Hey, this is a big name. Like, you know, gotta make Yeah. Sure and if there's ever a person to like do that, that like you're like Chris Daniels has been around for so long. He's like accomplished so much. Like he was supposed to be the higher power. He right. former world champion, like bad influence. The addiction were just awesome all throughout the two thousands to SCU. Just he's done mm-hmm. so much like his position in a national wrestling company, AEW, like the dude probably could go in there and it's like, I wouldn't even bat an eye if he's like, yo, I'm the big deal here, blah, blah, blah. Cause like, to me, it's like, you, you know, dude, you've earned it, but right. yeah. I want 100% can just see him walking in there probably just being super easy to work with. Cause he just gives off that vibe. Cause he has been like in wrestling for so long. He understands it and he respects it. And it just seems like he just loves wrestling. So He's going to yeah. go in there and probably just be awesome to work with. And him versus Warhorse is a match. Dude, it's so fun. Fucking yeah. <laughs> and to I your point, I think it is. Yeah, it's like when you create it, when you cultivate a locker room where like the uh, the feeling is like, you know, it's like it's kind or inclusive. If someone comes in with that kind of like, like swinging a big dick around or whatever, it's like you're the outlier for being a fucking asshole or <laughs> everyone else here is like, yeah, it's like, yeah. So I think that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that warhorse match with uh, him and Daniels tomorrow is going to be crazy because <laughs> once I got Daniels locked in for sure, my first thought was I don't want to just throw him in a big match with just another big name. I definitely wanted it to be one of the BLP regulars that someone associates with the company. So warhorse was definitely like a no-brainer. It was such a yeah, um, no, for sure. You know, I, I would, I would especially like I don't know warhorse to me is like the like a Midwest guy. I've seen okay. him on BLP shows a ton. Um, I remember back when before Warhorse days. Yes. Yeah. 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 Same with like Danhausen. It's so strange seeing like this right. the like seeing both of them like show up like on national TV. It's like, oh, I re- all because of Jenna, like my girlfriend and everything. Like she was in the Midwest when all those shows was paying attention. So I would too. It's like, oh my God, I've seen these people in all these mm-hmm. smaller areas. <laughs> this is great. That's why it's always so funny. I love when like um early stuff at Danhausen will even pop up and all these people who are only familiar with him from AEW now or like the last like year or two and they're like what like this was a whole thing and I was like yeah like that's what he was doing for a while like I remember seeing that at shows like it's so crazy dude wrestling has really like the, just the world of pro wrestling has really like uh absolutely solidified that idea in my head of like when you see something that's like huge or it's like it's really getting over and it's big and it's just like well what's this new thing it's like it's the same with like music it's the same with anything if you dive deeper it's like oh it's because they've been putting in the work for years with no one paying attention that when it finally strikes it's like everyone's ready kind of a deal Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like uh even just seeing like going across the card somebody like jake something um Mm -hmm. i saw him at an aaw show and like it was over to the crowd it means you know quote unquote home crowd it's like see him on impact recently and like stuff like that like oh dude's been putting in the work but it's like on impact like he was a new guy you know um right yeah but it's like no this dude's been hustling been doing his thing for a long time so it's just cool to see stuff like that happening another question i had for you tyler was because i think of the and this isn't just blowing smoke i'm telling you the damn truth i think as far as uh, a liar by the wrestling promotions go you have some of the most fun names for your shows yeah. I think you nail it every time. Slamilton, I was like, I'm in. I don't even care who's there. I don't care. Yeah. And stuff. So you, do, you do a really good job of like cultivating a, a show that feels like a whole variety kind of a deal. And I, this is kind of exactly that, where it's like you're running an early show and a late show on the same day. Right. Yeah. yeah. So- 
going along with the show names, that's something I do have to give 100% credit to. As much as I don't like to give him credit, <laughs> he has such a big ego as is. Mikey, 100%, <laughs> along with Jess. Like, yeah. Jess, I think, was probably the one even who came up with Slamilton because uh, like they're all into the Hamilton plays and everything like that. So even within the fights, that was something because they had just watched it uh, after it dropped. So like the in the heights was easy to change to in the fights. Yeah, so they've always like been great at coming up with names like that. So that's why, especially for my shows, like I told them I wanted to keep it tied into BLP. I didn't want to just do like two random shows, all these random matches that didn't really have any like purpose or story behind them yeah because i mean i'm sure you guys know there's um a few indies out there that just are like dream matches every single card but like there's no real like purpose or story you kind of like skip through to the match you want to watch instead of yeah. like put the what's show gonna, on what's gonna get you coming back the next month or the next right yeah. yeah so that's why i wanted to make sure like i emphasized keeping everything tied in and like following what we've been doing so it wasn't just those random yeah so, uh, yeah, that's why the Tyler's Day Off was a no-brainer because Ferris Bueller is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's a great uh, one. And yeah. Cool. Of course, everyone, right when I announced the show, had to, like, you know, the smart-ass comments, like, oh, well, wouldn't it be Mikey's Day Off if you're running everything? And I was like, okay, yeah. Technically. <laughs> I, I had I had thought that, but I didn't say it. But I, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to punish you with this. Me too. I was like, it sounds like you're working on your day off, Tyler. But yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, there was even somebody, I can't remember who, I think it might have been Koo or Warhorse, somebody was like, he's like, hey man, do you not know how days off work? Like, you're not supposed to work on this? I was like, what? That's great. Um, I think it's, no, I, I, I love it. I think it's badass. And like, yeah, it, it, it really, it's true. Cause it's like, you do have to obviously have that major, you know, it's just, yeah, exactly. Everything with wrestling ties back to music and stuff, but you really do have to create a, a consistent image that someone thinks of Black Label Pro. It's like, oh, I get, I see it. I see it. And you really do do that with like your team, the names that are cohesive and putting on shows, like you said, that feel like front to back is something worth tuning into. Not just like, granted, there are things that are obviously like our standouts of like, oh, can't wait to fucking watch Mike Bailey. You know, like, I just love that guy. Stuff like that. There's like standouts. And like, of course, like Effie is one of those that is every territory all over the place. They just like wherever Effie's popping up, you know, it's going to be a good time. But like, yeah, like running a full show that feels cohesive it, like that, that, that takes repetition for sure. How many oh, times yeah. were you asked when you were going to book Kylie Ray? Oh, uh, <laughs> you know. Like the I, moment, like you started typing, you got a message. So you booking her for your show? Well, honestly, it wasn't even people asking. They were just like, all right, who's Kylie wrestling in the middle? Yeah. We all know she's booked. And I like, I tried to play it off. I was going to be like, I, what? Like, what are you talking about? Who? I might use her. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know I was even joking. I was like, ah, maybe I'll throw her a bone, toss her on the pre-show to be nice. And stuff like that or something, you know? <laughs> But yeah, I think that that's why even when I announced her for uh, the shows, I was like, yeah, this is obviously the worst kept secret because everyone like, yeah. knew that was going to Honestly, happen. though, the match Kylie Ray and Trisha Dore is probably the one I'm like most excited for because yeah. I think that's going to be so cool, um, especially just like on like a card like this where there's already going to be some really cool stuff because, I mean, Effie versus Puff, like that look, oh, Puff is off now. It's Mike Bennett, correct? Yeah. Again, but it's... X like that matches Ring of Honor yeah, Impact <laughs> WWE guy Effie one of the like biggest stars like in independent wrestling a huge yeah. match and then it's like the like this right here I think is gonna be so freaking good Kylie Ray and Trisha Dora Trisha Dora okay. is fantastic Kylie Ray has been everywhere too and always kills it wherever she goes so to me personally that's the one I'm most excited for um it's gonna be great 
Oh, yeah. That's why, like, when I talked to her about, like, possible opponents, I told her we had Trish booked because I know she's making her debut with BOP at this show, but I know we'll have her for most of the dates the rest of the year, so you'll definitely be seeing more of her in BOP. Oh, awesome. But uh, (laughs) when I brought her up, like, Kylie right away was all for that match, and, like, I was excited. I know Trish is looking forward to it, too, because they wanted to work each other, so I know it's something that they've both been wanting for a while. And, yeah, that's a match, like – I feel like, honestly, both of these cards are just so stacked because I went overboard with it (laughs) that, like, most of these matches, if not all of them, like, if they were the main event on an indie show, people would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that definitely makes sense. I could see that being the main event. Yeah. Yeah. That one closing the first show, for sure, like, that one's going to be just, like, so good. I can't wait for that one. Oh, for sure. And then it's like you said, like, almost everything could be a main event. Like, I saw, like, on uh, the second show, like, ACH versus Titus Alexander, which is so sick, especially for like a younger guy that's like coming up and being able to get a shot, especially to some new fans, yeah. being able to wrestle somebody like ACH who has mm-hmm. been so good for so long. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That like, to me, like, that's what I love about independent wrestling, especially when people are trying to do it certain ways. And I feel black label pro is a, a place that does these things. It's like where you're giving more opportunities to more people. It's like, you guys are one of the first places to book like, a filthy Tom Lawler's like you guys in prestige are booking him. And now he, that dude's everywhere. He's killing mm-hmm. it. Like had that amazing match against Mox at Defy, New Japan yeah. strong open weight champ for forever. Like, yeah, it's just awesome. Champ champ, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. like- and then he was, uh, he was BLP champ, wasn't he as well? Yeah, um, he was the first BLP champ. Yeah. And he wasn't a Jordan Grace that had taken him out. Like, yeah, I know my history. I know my history. Oh, yeah. No, hey, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, so he's been BLP champ. He's the current Midwest champion, too, because he beat Shelly for the title. Yeah. Uh, second City Summit weekend when we did the three cup stuff show at GC. Oh, yeah. So, be the first triple crown champion in nope. BLP. So, that'll be something to keep an eye on. So, I know Tom's extra motivated. Yeah, that, it's cool just seeing him do well because I was a fan of him like an M- MMA. So, like, and he's one of the people. Yeah, well, and like Isai obviously introduced me to, to Filthy Tom Lawler, uh, his work, not the not the man himself, but like uh, <laughs> that's gonna be your job, Tyler. Okay, I need man. to meet him. But uh, <laughs> I met him at Starcast in Vegas. Very nice. He was like a nice guy. But oh, like Tom, he's Tom's the best. Like he is the most laid back chill and just absolutely like hilarious person but at the same time like you know in the back of your head like oh if something went down like yeah dude take me out like that when the first time we saw when i saw him live yeah he had his like talking jorts and then his fighting jorts i was like this man was this guy understands where we're on that wavelength and like violence forever like there's certain things like that too like with and tom lawler it's like when I was first being like i really like this like how do i find more of this it's like oh fuck yeah blp's got it And so um, I was going to say what, oh, go ahead. Oh, go for it. That was a question. Uh, All I was going to quickly say is like, I know that was a big thing. Mikey and Jess always made a priority, which is something I want to do with these shows too, is like, I feel BLP is good for being known as that place where a match will be booked and you'll see it and be like, oh, wow, I never thought of that match, but now I can't wait to see that match happen. Yeah. I like, I, 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 I like matches that like, you don't see like, even like Effie versus Mike Bennett, I never would have thought to put that one together. Like I would have put them like if I'm booking a card and if I have them both booked, 
I'd be booking them like opposite ends of things, not like you know, first or last or whatever. Just like, oh, I want to have Mike Bennett with this work guy, and FBI yeah. want to have him this like soup. Like, no, put them together. Like that shit to me is great. Um, what is a match for like for you? you think it's gonna be like the sleeper hit, like uh, out of the both shows? Like, ooh, that's a good one. I would probably say a sleeper match would for sure be uh, on the three p.m. show, the Rascals, uh, Trey Miguel and Myron Reed versus the Bang Bros. Uh, as much as I don't want to admit that, because, uh, you know, I was big fans of Davey and August, was happy to give them the opportunities. They're two of the freelance students that have been like the standouts so far. Uh, but, you know, they went, they linked up their buddy buddy now with Trevor Outlaw, who's just been a pain in the ass to us since dating back to last year. He keeps showing up to the shows. I don't know why. He's Son not a bitch. Booked. Going to have some security detail for yours or? Yes. Yeah. No, I've already made it clear with Trevor. Like he's banned from the show. I don't even want him showing up and trying to buy a ticket because I know he'll try weaseling his way towards the ring during their matches. Dude, you put so much work into this show. Right. That would piss me off. And and like this dude has been pestering me since I announced my shows in January. Like he bought me tickets to a Bulls game and brought me. He brought me to, I think, a Sox game last summer even because I started talking about it. Oh, they could just give tickets away to the Sox. Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) I know. So maybe maybe that wasn't the best decision. But yeah, like even after after the Bulls game, like, you know, he was grinning from ear to ear. I even took a picture with him at the game because I think he thought like, oh, I'm definitely booked. I'm booked. No, when when we were leaving, I was like, hey, man, thanks for the tickets, but you're still not booked. Like he's yeah. So was it courtside? I mean, courtside I think would get you booked, but yeah, but those bleeds. I, I, uh, I will admit it was the hundred section. It was great oh. seats. We had a good view. So he there's did, also that he thing when play. someone's trying just a little too hard. It's like I'm having a great time, but I know that this isn't genuine. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. So I'm sure he'll probably try popping up, but I'll make sure if he does show up, he'll be kicked out. Matt, you uh, gotta fly over there and rough him up. Oh, dude, I'm I'm on it. I'm on it. Once we're linked up, once we're linked up, genuine Russell boys for life. Yes. So yeah. Um. As much as I hate to admit it, though, Davy and August are a really good tag team. That I think uh, this match with the Rascals, it'll definitely be a match that uh, they'll be able to showcase how good they are, and definitely like will be a breakout match for them. Yeah. Awesome. Like yeah, especially like I've seen Myron Reed a few times. But I've seen Trey Miguel a lot and. Like oh, yeah. they're they're both really really good, and so I think like when you you said that uh, you know freelance students like you're getting new again newer people against people who have like been already yeah. there and have names that can do this like shit like that is just yeah, oh, yeah. for for cool. listeners uh, who may not know yeah like the rascals or MSK as we we got to know them a little bit in yeah, NXT it's like the uh, other people that were right rascals. right yeah exactly but like um and when i because i seeing them on the card here i was like oh i didn't know they were making the rounds like you know because they were released however long ago well it's different people that were in the rascals yeah like oh yeah. Yeah. Myron, we're in the group with uh zach and des yeah and like i know it was kind of like they would free bird it like sometimes trey would tell i see it was a bigger and, group like, than just two yeah gotcha okay so, i'm yeah, learning every day them, and like honestly that match i feel like it would be equivalent to throwing just like four pinballs and a pinball machine and just watching them <laughs> yeah. oh yeah like, yeah like it's gonna be like it's gonna start out at 100 and just keep that pace and just be an insane like sprint the entire time i feel like also um i really like seeing like somebody like billy starks versus like will nightingale like that's gonna be super cool obviously billy starks super young but it's like been getting showcased on some of these shows. Will Nightingale 
name keeps getting brought up for people like saying sign Willow because yes. why the hell hasn't she been signed yet? I saw her. How she hasn't been signed yet is baffling. Yeah. It's my mind. But yeah. um, stuff like that's just so cool to me. Like, I love matches like that. I either want like super cool matches where it's like going to really help people or I want really weird bad matches. So yeah. <laughs> do you I, like I, bad I, I wrestling? I am oh, a fan yeah. of those matches too. Where you're like, oh, yeah. What is going on? I'm like, how is this even happening right now? But uh, yeah, no, Billy and Willow should be good. Although um, I'm hoping Willow can teach Billy a lesson because she has just been on her like nasty teenage yeah. She's become the biggest bully at BLP. She threatened me when I announced the show. Dude. She like straight up threatened me at uh, what show would it have been? Uh, not February. I think in the fights or fancy wrestling. She's like, I better have like one of the best matches on the card. Like, you better give me a good opponent. And I was like, at that point, I'd be back in there too. Like, yeah, yeah. And then you, I mean, you delivered so, at least. With, so, with what she's been doing, I mean, she faked an injury. Oh, yeah. Had everyone worried she was legit hurt. She's been using steel chairs and everything. So, I didn't know what she was going to try to do to me. So, yeah, I made sure, uh, hooked her against Willow. Someone, who yeah, so, uh, yeah, I do, hopefully, I do stayed in the back too, like around that time. I, I wouldn't want to get. Messed yeah. up there because yeah, yeah. like because yeah, who knows with her? She still might jump me at the show. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's the natural yeah, order. I, yeah, I, I for would. sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you start, you start, you start getting big. You start seeing, you start seeing your star power. You get a little big for your, you know, for your station. You got to have someone come in and humble you a little bit. Yeah, that's what. So hopefully Willow can do. That. I feel like if anyone can do it, it's gonna be Willow. But yeah. you know, I'm sure Billy's gonna try pulling some stuff like she has been. So we'll just have to keep an eye on her. Yeah. One of the things that I've really been loving since, you know, I mean, really coming online to a lot of independent wrestling since the pandemic. And I, I think a lot of people have too, just because it's like, you know, for the folks who like to support like local businesses and stuff like that, understanding that a lot of little things happen at a, at a more micro level, it's like, it's really important to, to obviously uh, support little company or smaller companies. But the best thing about it is like, I love seeing shows where I'm familiar and excited about one person, but know nothing about the other. And that's exactly how I feel about Speedball Mike Bailey versus Alec Price. Where I'm like, and Alec Price is wrestling twice on your your show. It looks mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I'm like, I I, uh, I know yeah. I'm gonna get to get exposed to like a new person I'm not aware of yet, and like that shit excites me. Yeah. So I know, obviously, you two guys are familiar with Speedball. Like the best oh, yeah. thing that's happened is him being back in the states. Oh my god, it was so. It felt like it was 20 years. Like yes. I remember his huge PWG run and mm-hmm. just running through all the independents, and then all of a sudden it's like. He's just in Canada and or like in like the UK or Japan or something. Just he was gone because he couldn't get across the border. Yep, which was the worst. Like that five years felt like you said like twenty years. And uh, I know right before the pandemic, even uh, I think one of the times I drove up to uh, Alpha One, he wrestled uh, Warhorse for the IWTV title, and like getting to see him in person for the first time there. I was like, oh man, I was like, when, when's that ban over again? Like, when are you going to be back? In <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like since he's been back, I mean, gosh, he's probably having one of, if not like the best run in wrestling right now this year. Like, I would say like, him and Alex Shelley, like this, like last year have just been just like on yeah. air ever. They, they just wrestled each other, right? On impact, right? Yeah. Something like that. They had a big match together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Maybe that's why they both going, stuck like, in my head. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but he's been going like crazy because uh, he even worked uh, our show Norm down in Dallas during Mania Week. And I think, gosh, because we were like the last show of the collective, I think that was already like his seventh or eighth match of the weekend. And like, that's why we were hoping since it was a tag match and stuff, you know, he wouldn't be, you know, too banged up, even though he had worked a ton. And 
yeah, second he went out there, like you could not be able, like you could not tell at all that he had worked that many matches that weekend. Like he is just a machine. He can just flip that switch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. when, when we yeah. got um, a prestige. It was Dalton Castle versus Alex Shelley versus Tom Lawler. Um, it's like the moment that match started. You're like, oh, I get it. Like this is why these guys are everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just one of those people. And so, um, yeah, it's just super cool. Like seeing like guys like Alex Shelley or Mike Bailey who was just gone for so long. It's like come back and do it. like every match I've watched of Mike Bailey since he's like really hit his stride back and got back over here has been just so good. So I'm super stoked to see him. And against somebody like, like an Alec price, who's not going to be known to a lot of other people, like right. stuff like that, again, just helps raise the stock of everybody. And especially the, that match, which is probably going to be great. Like, once it hits people, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to watch more of Alec Price and then yep. be, keep watching Speedball Mike Bailey. So, Or it's like on the, you know, on the, the first show you're watching, you're like, oh, okay, Cody, because is the, the show that Cody Lane versus Alec Price, is that at the 3 p.m. and then 7 p.m. is Mike Bailey, Alec Price? Yeah, that's correct. So, so it's like you're Lane watching the first show and you're like, this fucking guy, oh, I can watch, yeah. Yep, because that was, that was another big thing. Like, obviously, I was definitely going to book some of my friends. Like, everyone knew Kylie and Isaiah were going to be booked. Yeah. Um, booked a lot of the regulars like violence is forever filthy like i knew they needed to be on the shows but i definitely wanted to bring in like some bigger names like obviously speedball chris daniels and stuff but i want pco obviously yeah oh yeah pco he fought brett so like you can't get bigger right (laughs) yeah yep uh so i wanted to do that but then i also want to bring in these guys like titus alec price brian keith who are still like they're known in their areas but they haven't really like I'm starting to see yet. Brian Keith's name pop up more yeah. and more, which yeah. is super cool. Cause again, you, you guys are kind of getting in on the ground floor right. of something like this, which I feel like you guys have done a lot of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely something we try to do. And like, that was my whole goal with this show is guys like that, like Titus, Keith, Alec, um, just give them the opportunity to showcase themselves. And then hopefully like people who are watching them for the first time, they become a fan, want to watch more of their stuff. Like you were saying, Matt, or like, you know, hopefully even other companies in the Midwest or elsewhere that haven't booked them, if they're catching the show or they see something on Twitter that gets gift or something, they're like, okay, I got to check out this dude. Like if it leads to these guys getting more bookings and, you know, traveling more, like that'd be amazing. Yeah, for sure. It's just going to help everybody. Everybody out gets more eyes on them, more eyes on you. Yep. Then people will know like, oh, we got to watch BLP. This is a place where it's like they're the tastemakers. They're the ones that like, help get like the the new guys out it's like oh if they're coming from blp if you guys are booking them they're going to be worth something exactly yeah Yeah, and i mean that really is such a testament to you and your team for you really have you really are like on the you really got it seems like you got your fucking like ear to the ground of what is like coming up what's exciting you know and and what has potential to really like if, if a bunch of people could see it there's a lot here yeah and like that's a real testament to you and your team that's awesome yeah, I would say that's definitely one great thing about us is like Mikey, Jess, and myself, we all work so well together, but at the same time, we all have like a different perspective on wrestling. So like between the three of us, when we come together and start pitching ideas or even people to use, like Mikey will have his set of people he's seen, Jess will have seen some people, I'll have seen some people, and then we just kind of work from there and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely something that I think it helps because like there's people I might not necessarily even be looking at or considering that Mikey and Jess have been looking at. And, you know, so far, I mean, pretty much most of the time we've been fortunate where like most of the people we bring in have been a big hit. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I got to ask this question, kind of just speaking on a, one of your past shows, 
what was with fancy wrestling? Like, like people actually really dress up like. Yes, yes. That, that is what surprised me the most about that show is I know going into it, we were definitely encouraging the fans to dress up and it didn't even have to be anything crazy. Like even if you just wore a polo or something, we didn't want everyone showing up in like t-shirt, jeans, all that. Like, you know. Yeah. And while all the staff and like wrestlers are dressing up and everything. But uh, I know we were talking after the show even, uh, I would say definitely more people did dress up than didn't and like a good majority of the crowd were dressed up too which made it even better because like the presentation especially on the stream and stuff like jess had found even a red carpet for when people were walking out of the curtain i love that found that that nice backdrop because i know the picture of uh, the referees with the old school shirts and bow ties went viral uh yeah she had that backdrop so people could take pictures there was some people who like even bought dresses and stuff like People went all out for it, which That's was so, so cool to see that like everyone was so into the theme of the show. Cause I feel like doing something like that for a show, it could be either hit or miss, where like a lot of people are into it or it just flops completely and nobody cares about the theme of the show at all. Yeah. And that's totally like a thing with with the right, like a the other component to a success of like a an independent wrestling company is when the, the crowd keeps coming back and feels like they're invested and that they're a part of 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 everything that's happening too that like there i'm also in on the ground floor of this badass stuff that's happening here and they so want like, to participate yeah. you know like they want to yeah. be part of the fun so that's i'm gonna dress up too fun. i'm gonna be a part of it and plus yeah then it looks like one of those badass like boxing matches from the 50s when everyone's in yes. suits yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly so yeah that's that's another great thing too like we've been so fortunate that especially even from the time i was going to shows just as a fan at first to when i started helping out like the crowds at bop have always been so great that like I know another thing too. A lot of people get on us about is how many matches we book on our shows. I do have some marathon cards. <laughs> yes, show. Because uh, I know people would be like, "Oh, you know, like seven to eight matches is good. You know, keep it nice and clean and short." And like Mikey and Jess right away were just digging their heels into the ground. Like, no, we're going to do double digit matches each show. Like, if it's ten or more, then we're doing a good card and getting like, your money's just, worth. I mean, why complain? Yeah, when, that's another especially thing. If you're showing up there, well, it's like a whole day too. Like, if if, if yeah. wrestling's starting at three p.m. and then like the last show doesn't start till seven, it's like I'm sure there's a break in between. It's like right. that's you. You can make a whole. You can plan a whole day around just being. Yeah, it's like a whole wrestling day. Because mm-hmm. I know originally. The plan was supposed to be one show, but when Mikey checked in with me after probably like two months after I'd started booking everything, he's like, hey man, like how how many matches are you at right now? And I was like, ah, like probably like 12 or 13 right now. And he's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> My response was, shouldn't you be happy? That's what, yeah, that's what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is exactly what you want. You should be happy. And he's like, uh, like we had already been talking about starting to do two shows again because uh during the pandemic we did that a couple times where we yeah. just ran two shows in the same day i so, love afternoon shows by the yeah. way oh yeah. that's the best like i'm like cooking food watching it on my tv just enjoying a like Saturday. i'll crack a beer at 3 8, 3 p.m yeah, yeah. yeah dude <laughs> showtime it's wrestling time thanks for the excuse brother <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so we have um the days we have the buildings for shows we have it for such a long period of time that we were thinking like we could just do a second show again in the same day and then it's not going to cost any extra because we already have the building for that set amount of time everything's uh, already set up yeah everything's already set up iwtv will already be there so it's not going to be any extra to have that just stay longer and then like if we bring people in a lot of people i'm sure like 
most wrestlers aren't going to be like, oh, no, I only want to work one show. Like, I don't want to work twice. So there's a lot of people that are down to work even twice in one day. So it just makes it easier. So, yeah, uh, after he heard how much I had booked, he's like, uh, why don't we just start the two shows with yours? And I was like, all right, awesome. I was like, that's more stuff I could book. You. <laughs> yeah. You're like, great. I can now add these four other matches and not yep, feel bad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> had all these other matches planned. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and so we got that on Saturday, which is going to be uh 4th of June. Yep. 3 PM and 7 PM central time. Yes. Yeah. Central time. Cool. And, um, crown point in the, what's the a place called? Yes, uh, RDS Gym. RDS Gym, okay. Yep. And, and, and to anyone out there who wants to watch and is not a, a fine civilian of Crown Point, Indiana, yeah, you can absolutely go to uh, independentwrestling.tv. You can download that bad boy today, and you can watch that show live, dude. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Both shows will be streaming live, and then I'm sure they're always good about getting the turnaround really quick. So they really are. I've been so, like, independent wrestling TV, If honestly, if, if anyone out there listening, the two people who listen to this show, just kidding, all of you, I love you. But um, the uh, it's really, like, the best $10 a month I spend. I swear to God, because you can just you, it's just a whole world. And speaking of Warhorse, that's how I first, like when I first downloaded independent wrestling TV, there's this show on there. It's like a mock of the mask singer, the mask wrestler. Oh, and like, yeah. It's yeah. like Warhorse and Edith Surreal. And there's another person who's the judge. And they just like watch Is wrestlers on their masks. No, uh, not in the season. There's a couple seasons of it I on say, there. I feel like she yeah, was on one of them. I think, uh, I want to say Statlander was doing the judging for one of the seasons too. But there's just so much fun, like wrestling stuff on there. And so many like, uh, like smaller wrestling promotions that are putting on killer shows just like you are tyler that like yeah it's just as a fan it's like you really couldn't ask for much more for like from an independent wrestling oh yeah if you're not happy with the national like wrestling what's going on there there's always cool stuff going on get it on the ground floor before you see all your favorites then get snatched up by big companies because they're all going to be like yeah black label pro like people are going through there that then go on to do better things or people who you've missed seeing on tv they're gonna be there I always feel like watching an independent wrestling show. It's like when you listen to like a band's like first album or like their early stuff where it's like, this is when the passion was like, this all they want to do is record an album. And then like, you know, obviously when something gets really big, fans get jaded about it and stuff too. But it's like, when you can watch someone who's just doing what they love because they love doing it, it's the best. It's the oh, best. Yeah. And, and yeah, and just again, more smoke up, up you guys. Black Label Pro does such a good job time after time of uh, putting oh, right. on a show like that. All right. And so, uh, you know, you got stuff to do, but... We got to have some weird questions because this is what we do every time on the podcast is questions. So the first one, this is the most important one. And I will end this call right now if it's the wrong answer. (laughs) Okay. Brett or Sean? Ooh, okay. Now it's a good thing you didn't have Mikey on because he would say Sean. Oh, I know. I I am a Brett guy. (laughs) Yes. Okay, good. You're you're talking to the Brett guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Good, good. Okay, great. Okay, we're starting off great. I was going to end this call. I was going to block oh, no, you. I, yeah, I was this, gonna... this episode would not have aired. We would have oh, actively yeah. gone on a tirade to end Black Label Pro. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would have been canceled before the show even Easily. We got, black, we got dirt on you. We got ready. We're ready to fucking blast it out. Know, yeah, Jenna yeah. said she went to elementary school. She's got to know something. Like maybe you're eating glue or something. Yeah, no one here knows this, but Tyler, you're here under duress. We actually directly threatened you to get you here today. So um actually what what you can't see is right off camera there's someone standing there. It's Zach. It's Zach with a with a baseball bat. That's why Zach and Oster aren't either. (laughs) Yeah actually they're both on each side right now. (laughs) Standing there medicining me battle prods in hand. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Another random question. What is your gas station order? You go to the gas station, you want snacks, 
what is your standard order? And gas station of choice, because I don't know shit about the East Coast. Yeah, so for me over here, the popular gas stations, I would say Speedway uh, is the big one over here. Uh, but they did get, it's weird because I know they got bought out by 7-Eleven. So they're still keeping them as Speedways. But like now they have even the big gulps and like some 7-Eleven like products in the store, which is okay. very confusing. Yeah. Uh, and then the big thing over here too are truck stops. So like Pilot is usually where I go because just because there's a lot of them over here. Uh, we don't really have any 7-Elevens and we don't have, uh, I can't even get into the Wawa sheets debate. Oh, I can't either. Over here. Right, right. Not enough time. Not enough time in the world. Yeah. I love, I, I like mean, a pilot station a too, time. though. I like a good truck stop because that's, they usually have a hot bar. You can get hot yes. food at a truck stop. Yep. So yeah, I would say probably my go-to for sure snack-wise would definitely be some sort of Reese's, whether it's, uh, I'd say probably Reese's uh, Pieces are my go-to. Those are my favorite. Um, also can't go wrong with the fast break bar, the sticks, even the food mm -hmm. something Reese's usually is what I'll grab. And then drink wise, uh, more than likely it's an energy drink. Uh, cause I drink way too many of those, uh, true wrestling promoter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, either that or uh, what else would be my go-to maybe some sort of tea, something like that. Something to give you the little boost, but doesn't make you feel like you got to <laughs> energy, smoke a cigarette or something wise, to calm down though, um do you actually get energy from them or are you just more of a kind of like, like you're just going <laughs> like you're just going just like you're still tired but you're just kind of like moving around a lot more yes i would say depending on like how long i've been up already like especially if on show days like i'm sure tomorrow i'll grab one in the morning so it'll help wake me up so i can get going and get everything prepped and then like throughout the day i'll probably have a second just to maintain the baseline yeah, yeah, so I can make sure I get through the day and don't like end up napping at my own show. It's awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially you, you just like graduated college, right? So yes, you were yeah. first congratulations. off, congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. And yeah. second, you probably were just living on like energy, like like doing wrestling, like just like even just like as a fan traveling to stuff, like mm -hmm. helping run a company, like and then college and all this life in general. Oh, mm -hmm. you're probably living on like some bang energy drinks, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the last year, especially like these last two semesters, like there were so many points. I'm just like, how am I going to like balance all this? I was like, this is going to end horribly. And yet, like still managed to make it through, which was a relief because I definitely had a few times where I was panicking. I was like, oh, dude, God, yeah, seriously, no small feat. That's so uh, just on top of what all is going on in the world. That's so much stuff to keep keep the ball rolling on. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I do hope you get a chance to, uh, you know, after maybe after the weekend or whatever, get a chance to step back and just appreciate how much work and everything, because for real, like that's that's got to be a lot. I have to ask you, though, as a fellow Reese's fan. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Because I, I won't give you my opinion. But I will. Oh, it's uh, probably bad. It's honestly good. Okay, I'll give you my opinion. I love it. What do you think about Reese's? They like to go fucking ham and eggs out there. I was in a I was in a Seven Eleven yesterday, and they have the Reese's pieces with potato chips in them. They crush up potato chips yeah. and make it into Reese's. I, but I say I, thank I, you, Reese's, for having the fucking guts to give us what we didn't even know we asked for. I haven't tried them yet because honestly, I kind of don't. Not sure if I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be yeah, into see, it. Honestly, that was my thing. I was like, I respect someone being like bold enough to try like making something like that on a big scale. But at the same time, I was like, uh, Hey, I was like, not for me, but yeah, it's like, I love when a company's like, yeah, no one might buy this. Cause it sounds here's, on the paper kind of gross, but we're doing it. Yeah. Here's my hot take with anything. Uh, Greases is, uh, I like the holiday ones because they're yes. always way no, more yeah. peanut butter. Uh, 
the Christmas trees and yep. the Easter eggs, they they Ace. do something with them. They're yeah, right. it's different. Mm-hmm. It's a different I'm formula. Yes. It's no, the I'm best. Yeah. Yes. I'm with okay. You it's all about the ratio. I got two more questions. I don't know if Matt has any, but I got two more. Mm-mm. Next question is, what is your favorite wrestling show snack? And I'm talking independent wrestling show. I'm not talking like you're at, like, you know, um, United Center or Allstate or anything where everything's- like You're sitting down in a folding chair with a snack in your lap. Yeah, you, you're, you're at uh, some just random gym or legion. What's your favorite wrestling show snack? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like since it's something that is at most places that's easily accessible, I would say my go-to is probably nachos, although those could be very hit or miss. Depending yeah. On, uh, yeah, that could really turn your, your, your enjoyment of a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've um, been there. Because uh, actually, even more so than nachos, I'll go back on that. I'll say the soft pretzels with cheese. Mm. Oh, yeah. At All Out uh, this past year, uh, I don't know what the deal was. The pretzels were perfectly fine. Pretzels were great. The cheese was not hot at all. So it was like just a I, plastic I brick. Yeah. Like you could turn the cup over and it was just hanging. It was just, oh my God. Like it was yes. like a Dairy Queen like yes. shake. Yeah, it was of like a, a blizzard. Fu- uh, not supposed to be like that. Yeah, the best way I could compare it would be uh, those uh, snack pack things from like when we were kids with the sticks. Oh, the little dunkums or whatever. With yeah. the with the crackers yeah. and sticks. Yeah, yeah. The little crackers and cheese. cheese. Yes, the cheese was that hard because I went to like I took part of the pretzel and went to dip it into the cheese, and the pretzel just like compressed. It shouldn't be pressure. I was like, I was like what? Like, what is going on? I thought I was crazy or something. And then uh, one of my friends had gotten, uh, I think maybe nachos or pretzel too, with cheese, and they're like, yeah, no, this cheese is definitely not warm at all. Like, yeah, that that. Nachos, oh, like you're right, they can be hit or miss. Like you, you mm-hmm. see them get like the like styrofoam plate out in like just like a bag of like Tostitos and just toss it on there. You're like, oh no, yeah. this is not going to be good. Yep. Or it's yeah. going to be exactly what I needed. I will say my favorite wrestling wrestling show snack was that um, Warrior Wrestling. For whatever reason, their hot dogs were so good. Yes. Ooh. I don't know what, yeah, what hot dogs they get, but I'm glad you know the ones. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's why I was tempted to ask you. I was gonna be like, "Hey, what hot dogs are you guys buying for these shows?" Yeah. Like, are. I want to know the brand because they were yeah. really good. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting. I was expecting just a a cheap boiled hot dog and just call yep. it a day. And I ate it. I'm Especially like, oh. yeah, with that many people, like just having to crank food orders out as quickly as possible. That's exactly what I was assuming it was gonna be. Oh yeah, I went back for a second one. I got like towards the end of the show. Um, one of the times I went there, so. Uh, Matt, what about you? What what do you like snack wise wrestling show? I'm a fan of uh, like I, I'm such a habitual like I, I haven't really been to a wrestling show that has like popcorn or something, but I am such a habitual like I want to continuously like uh uh like with snacks like Reese's Pieces are phenomenal for such a thing. Just the kind um, of like like a sunflower seed side, but you just want like the motion. Yeah, helps keep you. Okay. Depending on the show, like I yeah like um. Yeah, I like to, I'm kind of, I treat, I do like to treat a wrestling show for me like a movie. Like I'm not, sometimes like I'll grab a beer if they're, if they're there or whatever, but sometimes I'll like a soda pop and some candy or something. I just like to, to get my little, get, comes out. yeah, get my little caffeine levels up. I'm, I'm already out there screaming. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, wrestling yeah. shows are a great time to be a 12 year old kid. And that's it. I think a lot of people need to remember sometimes like exactly you can be it. 30 and still be a 12 year old kid. Absolutely. Yeah. By just going and, and getting into the, that, I missed it so much when we did go to prestige. I hate that. I'm bringing them up so much for you, Tyler. I, I'm sorry. Fine. Prestige is great. I love <laughs> I'm not going to be like, 
Hey, don't speak about me. <laughs> yeah. Can we actually cut out all the prestige talk? Oh, this is my show. But uh, <laughs> the show actually is only five minutes now because we weren't talking about prestige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's gonna be it's gonna be about two minutes just to but it was like the first like major kind of event I'd been to since since everything really locked down and just being in a room and just chanting together and feeling even just like you're like just booing the people you know you're supposed to boo getting into that feeling is just such a I walked away just I was like just like like vibrating off of just how much I miss being around like that kind of environment and I know and I and uh and it's the same deal like watching all the black label pro shows that are available on independent wrestling TV. It's the same deal. It's like you could tell the crowd is just like loving being when like, you got together. crowds dressing up like for a wrestling. Yeah, show. they like That's being. How you know that like it's a good oh, yeah. crowd too, and it trans and it translates to the TV as well for sure. Absolutely, because like to me, a crowd is such a big factor into the shows because and we've learned that over pandemic too. <laughs> yeah, because to me, like a crowd can make a good match great, but especially even before the pandemic, there were shows I went to just hanging out, and the crowd would just be silent sitting on their hands, not reacting to anything. I never get it as a fan. Yeah. And just standing there, I was just thinking, this is horrible. Like, I would hate having to be in the ring because it's so funny. Yes. And drop, and then you just hear, feel like you're listening to a tennis match or something where you're just hearing them grunt and stuff. In the yeah, room. and then you just hear, like, fans cough or, like, a little baby yeah. gets pissed off and starts crying. And you're just like, yes. oh, poor guy. Yeah. That's yeah. I, yeah, I'm always like, good, please cheer, boo, shout, chant, like, do something. Have fun. It's a wrestling. It's, again, it's like, exactly. you're it's a good place to just go and like, remember why you became a fan. Like at such a young age, I try to right. treat it like when I go to a show, I'm like I'm a 12 year old kid. I'm just here to have fun. I try to take the, like the wrestling critic hat off, which is sometimes very hard to do. Cause I've just watched wrestling right. for too long. Um, my last question. And it kind of goes along with being a young kid, watch wrestling. My guilty pleasure in wrestling is always the new generation stuff. It is so bad, but I love it. What is your wrestling guilty pleasure? That also bad matches. I love bad matches. Um. Honestly, I would say New Generation 2 because that was the first stuff I started watching. So for me, anything WWF from like 94, 95 through 97, right when like that Attitude Era was starting to hit, I love that stuff. When Brett was still there, of course. Yes. Like I was always one of the biggest defenders. I was so mad when I learned as a kid they got rid of the in your house pay-per-views and went away from the house set. Oh until, yeah. Like I was so happy when they brought that back to NXT. I was like, this is the pay-per-view of the year. Cause I have wanted this set back for like like 15, 20 years. I wanted to win the house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Because uh, I know even, oh gosh, it had to be like one of the first wrestling VHS tapes I watched because my brother used to record like episodes of Raw and stuff. Oh, one of the first ones I watched and also I was like uh, probably, yeah, only like four at the time. I was watching episodes of Raw in the build to WrestleMania 10. So, uh, you know, they would plug the show, you know, order on pay-per-view, call this number. So like I ran to my mom, I was like, we got to order this. This is going to be great. Like I need to watch it. And my mom was like, that's like four years old. Like it already happened. I'm sure they have it at the video store. Oh man! Like, I love that. Yeah. Just like you're like, we got to do this, and you're like it happened. Well, if anything, I would have been like, all right, yeah, we'll do it, and like fake a call, come back with the VHS. They sent the tape. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm yeah. always. It's I I and even when I'm watching it, sometimes I'm like, I know this isn't good, but I'm such a sucker for like ultra violent wrestling that I even like when there's a crowd of like 
10 people and a wrestler walks across a parking lot to get like a two by four and it's just like there's no pacing to it there's nothing really enjoyable it's just pure like what the fuck why are you like it's, it's, it's you can it's just tell like a, guy a parking with, lot and like the exactly, there's just a guy around. with a camera a guy with a stick and then like a crowd of like 30 people being like yeah. and that is my I, i'm not even guilty about it it's just i don't quite understand why i get so alone on my couch like get him about it but <laughs> i love it Oh, yeah. not, not a fan of new generation stuff then matt it's just a little bit i don't know like my sam my older brother was so into every aspect of wrestling that we also had a bunch of tapes of, of and i still have them we got i got to clean out my uh got to i got to clean out my mom's shed a couple years ago and uh, i just took these totes of like vhs tapes of uh wrestling recorded off tv and i do love it i remember it fondly but like i grew up a wcw kid and was really like very much not tuned into some of the more major things that were happening in wrestling. So um, you're saying you don't remember Razor Ramon putting one, two, three kid in a diaper and then throwing the powder at him. Yeah. That's the stuff that I, for whatever yeah. reason, love. I watched that match again. I would have ate that shit up if I, if I had been. Yeah. Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Henry Godwin in a pig pen match. Oh yeah. And like he's I gotta go back. And falling in the pig yes. shit. Yes. It's oh, yes. Yeah. His scratches on his back. Even as a kid, I'm like, no, that's dirty. It's in it getting <laughs> new yeah. generation. I, honestly, all right, all right. I'm 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 diving to I'm it's, doing a big old it's dive. It's bad. I mean, you got guys like Man Mountain Rock. Um, yes. you got um Mantar. Mantar. You yeah. got Al Snow showing up as a ninja shinobi. Yeah. Like it's uh, just dude, some weird stuff. Wow. Shoot the oh dumpster, Drozzy. <laughs> I, the plumber. I um, for whatever reason used to love Duke the dumpster, Drozzy. Yes, <laughs> it's like it's the trash guy. He's well, because you guy. love you love you love occupations in wrestling. That isn't Isa. Isn't that your thing? Like your weird oh. thing that you'll always get behind an occupational it, uh, character. I think I always think they're hilarious because it's like they wrestle, but then it's like, oh, they still have to have a, yeah. a real life side job, I guess. It's, yeah. they're, they're still cutting their teeth, like the plumber, <laughs> T.L. Hopper, Duke yeah. Dumpster Drossy, like that stuff's always funny to me. Even guys like, um, they brought back like Simon D and he was like trying to sell stuff. I don't know why that stuff always is, I get a kick out of it all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Ty, we've, we've kept you for a long time because we just like talking. I love just shooting the shit about wrestling and weird oh. stuff. Um, but um, one more time, Hit us with socials. Hit us with your, your final plug here. We're going to get this up today. Okay, cool. Yeah, so tomorrow, June 4th, uh, my two shows, Tyler's Day Off, they will be at 3 and 7 p.m. Central. They'll be taking place at RDS Gym in Crown Point, Indiana. But obviously, if you're not in the area, they will both be streaming live on IWTV. And I'm sure they'll probably be up on demand by like sometime Sunday or Monday since they're really good with that. Uh, social wise, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Prince underscore Petty underscore. And then Black Label Pro on Twitter, you can find us at B Label Pro. And then Instagram, I believe, is the full Black Label Pro. Same thing with Facebook. You just search Black Label Pro, you'll be able to find our page. Yeah. And anyone out there, like, honestly, uh, all of the, and all the Black Label Pro stuff, well, I don't know all of it, but a lot of it is, is available um, to rewatch at any time on IWTV as well. So it's it's a really cool, uh, yeah, really cool shows to check out, and definitely June fourth tomorrow if you're listening to this today, or today if you're listening to this tomorrow, um, or when the fuck confusing. ever. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, write it down. I hope they're writing if you're it down. This for a month from now, go and check it out. It's go check it out. It's there. It's there. It's got to be uploaded by now. So uh, yeah. <laughs> but Tyler, thank you so much. It really is awesome, and and it really is really cool what you've been doing, and and. It, I'm really stoked you're able to continue doing it and 
not even slowing down. So I hope you do get a chance to rest and enjoy it. But from us as fans, don't you ever slow down. <laughs> also, eat some eat some it. eat some sketchy nachos tomorrow. Yeah, yes, and, yes. and don't that, that'll and, be the plan. I'll I'll uh, I'll hit up a local gas station too. To yeah, get, just get the right. get the Reeses with the potato chips in them in case you need something. In and, case and you know, put nacho cheese all over them. Fuck it. Break get, break oh, glass and in, in case. <laughs> I, I feel like if I do all that, my stomach will definitely be killing me, and then I'll end up having to be in the bathroom for most of my shows, and then people will just be like, "Hey, but at least at least you'll be hide, hiding away from Billy Starts, though." So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> true. Although, who knows? She might just bust down the bathroom door. And that's true. <laughs> and while you're at your yeah, oh, that's no, when you're no, at your no. when you're at your most vulnerable. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. you're probably right. Maybe don't don't maybe don't be experimenting with Reese's this week. Maybe on Sunday. Do it Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, to, Sunday. to celebrate. Yeah. Yes, that, yeah, that's when I'll be recovering from tomorrow and stuff for sure. So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tyler. Yeah, thank you. Okay. And uh, go ahead. No, no problem. Thank you again for having me on the show. Very happy to be on, guys. So I appreciate the invite. Awesome. Thank you so much. I don't know how to close the show. I never. Oh, I got anything. it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, you know, what uh, are happy- Wrestle Boys? What is Wrestle Boys 316 going to say? We, Wrestle we Boys, don't, we don't do this. We're not I've never Wrestle Boy. Uh, yeah, I don't usually have much com, com, uh, conversation with Wrestle Boy 316. But you know what Wrestle Boy 316 says today? IndependentWrestling.tv, Black Label Pro, Gas Station Notches. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>